You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app. And of course, twitch.tv slash up next podcast. Hello, Twitch room. Hello. Yes. Tuesday nights are no longer the black and gold, but we're, we're colorful. We're colorful. We're a whole new world. A whole new spectrum. Is it? Colors. Spectrum? Yes. Yeah, exactly. All these new colors and... All these new characters. Still the same friends. Always your NXT friends. Friends! Yes, Braden and Davey, always your NXT friends. Hello, we are up next. We talk about NXT every week, uh, which, which uh, like, a lot of other things have been going on in wrestling. I, f- I almost didn't even remember what was going to happen tonight on this show. I just felt like this week, finally, maybe it's coming into this show is dropping down. If it's happening to me... We do a podcast about it. Mm. It must happen to others. I got a lot of, oh, I listened to your review. I didn't watch the show. I'm there's getting just, a lot more drop-offs. There's too much other stuff going yeah. on now. It's, a, it's um, dropped on your list of maybe watching. I would say, for me, this week, on the most part, I preferred to some of the previous weeks. I thought we got some good wrestling tonight. Some other things I didn't like quite as much, but I kind of didn't feel this one was as bad. But now we're talking about... YouTube shows with bigger matches than this. You know, like, Whew. there's a lot going on in wrestling, like, every week. I'm I'm behind on Dark Side, even, because there's just so yeah. much other stuff going on right now. Um, I watched the FMW one. Uh, yes, yeah, we watched, watched that, that right? with the Anita one. Yeah, and anyone who liked that one, definitely recommend digging through this free feed here for our best death match ever with Damian Abraham. Oh, yeah. We pretty much cover a lot of that stuff, yep. that craziness. Uh, but that one was pretty good, but I, I'm an I'm a episode behind. I haven't watched. I'm halfway through the, the biker right. episode. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I, I finished. I've watched two episodes of Squid Game. Okay, Squid Game so far. Yeah, yo, it's it's great. That's why I'm kind of take. I could easily just watch it. I I'm pretty bad usually. I watch things right away. I had a good night the other night. You just watched I, a few. I wasn't working yeah. and I just binged the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it's pretty good it's so very far. Very good. Yeah, very good. Yeah. So I'll probably finish it within the week because the second episode was really good. Uh, I we both watch a show, Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. They wrapped up their second season, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, as they call it, um, which I didn't think they would make me like it more than I liked the season one. I thought maybe the joke ran dry with that mm. show and they totally pulled the left field. And It's all about the characters, yeah. right? I think they're digging so much deeper with these characters and they, they're so fleshed out and uh, you you feel everyone's dilemma in that show. Yeah. Even like the bad guys, if you will, like you kind of get why they're doing what they're you doing. You get their MO. Exactly. And it's just such a well-written and well-acted show. Uh, I loved it. I didn't realize it won the Emmy for last year's. So yeah. that means this year's still... This season must win. Yeah, I, I really... I, I'm not a TV show person, but I mm. genuinely got behind the characters and the writing is so strong. So I highly recommend. It's changing the way people watch TV. We've talked about how we don't have... We're millennials. We don't mm. pay for cable. We pay for, okay, a streaming service here, a channel here and streaming there. But it, it adds up and stuff. So recently you got some like cable box thing that mm. we just get like all these 24-7 random channels and stuff, which is like nice, especially because it's spooky season. It is. We've been watching a lot of spooky films. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of Bond as well. Yeah, you went and saw the new one. I did. Yeah, don't spoil it, but... I won't, but I fucking loved it. Right. I will say, if you are going to go and see it, yeah. either watch Spectre beforehand or just listen to our review on uh, patreon.com forward slash up next, um, because we did cover weekend. Spectre. They're, they're kind of very linked. The so, la- Okay. Yeah, so I recommend it, but great way to wrap up Daniel Craig's tenure as Bond, and right. uh, I loved it. Yeah, me and you just did a review. We we did all the Daniel Craig ones. Those are mm. up on our Patreon from the past year or so because we did it before the pandemic when this movie was ready to come out. Uh, so now we finished it. We've done Spectre. We'll eventually go do uh, No Time to Die. When it drops on Crave or something maybe. Yeah, HBO or yeah. whatever it comes out on. So uh, yeah, go listen to that because that was a lot of fun. We go off on who we think should be Bond. Yes. On some random picks, but uh, at Up Next Podcast, uh, who do you want to see as Bond? Who's the next Bond? Because we went through that on that Spectre review. And we talk about Batista. Oh, yeah. As being a Bond villain. So that's always a good tie-in to our movie reviews and yes. stuff. Uh, so you went and saw that. I know we're, we are waiting for Halloween Kills mm. to come out because that looks like it's going to be nuts. So I'm, I'm excited. But they dropped the IMAX, so I'm a little sad. At least here. Is that? Yeah. I've looked it up. I did my digging before there was available tickets and now nowhere could be seen. I want to know if it's available anywhere on IMAX. I think in the States, but... Like, did they just do a bad job with the IMAX? And they're like, ah, we'll just do it. It's because that new Ben Affleck, Matt Damon movie's coming out. They're like, ah, we'll put this in IMAX. Wigs? (laughs) Is that what it's called? (laughs) I'm calling it Wigs. (laughs) Yeah, Ben Affleck with blonde... Gold, yeah, I need to tea. ask him where he got it from for my, for my Halloween costume. costume Whoa, this you year. can't be you can't yeah, be I'm not, revealing. I'm spoiling. You can't be revealing uh, what your Halloween costume is. Yeah, but see, they they have Halloween Havoc coming out here for NXT on the twenty oh man twenty fourth twenty third something like mm. that twenty uh, sixth. Halloween Havoc's on the twenty sixth, and last year for Halloween Havoc we uh, we did a Halloween Havoc watch along costume party via Twitch and Zoom at the same time, which was bonkers. We had some great costumes. We had yeah. a Cameron Grimes. We had Cameron Cern. Grimes. Uh, who, who, there was we Cactus, had Chris. Cactus Chris. There were so many. We had uh, Rick Martel, the model. Yeah. Oh, man. Rick Martel looked great. Uh, we had Daredevil. 
Daredevil, yep. yeah. Um, well, me and you, I was Hangman, and you were... I was Breezango, both, both of them. <laughs> both of them. Both of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we had some fabulous You mean GCW star Fandango? Did he show up? Well, he got the video. He's going to be doing oh. GCW, so... I, you see, I'm behind. Yeah. Well, we had some great costumes last year, so this, this year, we're thinking of doing the same thing. Another costume party. So, join us on the 26th. If you want to hang out with us, we're going to live stream, like we do after NXT every week, but on the 26th, we're going to go live for a Halloween Havoc watch-along. And if you if you want to join in on the watch-along, mm. you are invited. All patrons will come along in the Zoom room. But there's only one room. room. Yeah, there's one rule. you got to be in you the gotta costume. you got to be in costume or you're booted out the room. Yeah, so no more daredevils. No more hats on my face. To, and oh, I'm daredevil. Sorry. Yeah. I liked it. I liked the commit. Like, you attempted it. But I need, I need Cactus Chris put ketchup from, on his face. From like shoulders up. At least, yeah. Right? Like no nipples up, I'd say. Even a hat, or like, even you can a, wear whatever on your legs. Mask. We ain't gonna see that. Someone part. wore a mask for a while, and then was like, "Can I just take this off?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's fine. You've been here for a while." But yeah, we need some yeah, costumes. We're working on our costumes. Last year, I was an AEW star, and you were an NXT star. It. I think we're just both gonna do AEW. Maybe, again. yeah, yeah. So uh, look forward to that. But get your costume ideas ready. Because uh, that's going to be a thing. Twitch.tv slash podcast, of course. Uh, we we celebrated, ha- I mean, Halloween's coming, which means we got a lot of spooky stuff. But we're Canadian. Well, you're an honorary. Mm-hmm. You're almost there. We had Thanksgiving. We got to eat some turkey. Yeah. It's my first Thanksgiving. I've celebrated first, here. First Thanksgiving ever? I've never done anything for Thanksgiving here. Right, because that's not a thing. I mean, you guys like... I've been here like a few years, but I'm always working Thanksgiving. I mean, like so. you people, uh, you Brits, like you, you basically... Uh, we're the reason we're all so thankful, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had some turkey. Yeah, it was a good time. Went to your mum's. It made a fabulous meal. Yeah. Um, we had some cocktails. Turkey stuffing. A lot of cocktails. I a think, lot of pumpkin pie. I think turkey should be, like, regulated. Like, it mean? should be normalized. Like, people, like, chicken wings are such a thing. You go everywhere, it's chicken. It's always chicken. Turkey gets a bad rep. Yeah. Because people cook it badly. Your mum doesn't cook it badly. Oh, well, that's very nice. No, so it's good turkey. Like, if you're having dry turkey, you need to go back to the cooking book, I guess, and work out how to do it properly. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I know uh, here in Canada, actually, we, we kind of decided, you know, it wasn't a good year to kind of celebrate Canada Day this year, mm-hmm. just because there's uh, some, some stuff that has come out about... Uh, a lot of indigenous history and stuff that a lot of Canadians do do know about. But to, to celebrate Columbus Day is what Americans call it because their Thanksgiving's like coming mm. up. It does feel like, oh, but I, I celebrate holidays like my Christmases or even like my birthdays where I just want to have a nice meal with my family because <laughs> you are my family. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's more important than family. Uh, yeah. Do you want to know what my highlight was <laughs> of uh, Thanksgiving? Yeah, what well, was um, biggest... so your your mom and your stepdad? They're very good at finding uh, like random things, like nice bits of furniture, little trinkets and they're, gadgets. Yeah, like they they uh they have a side hobby, kind of like me and you. We podcast. Well, my mom likes to vintage. Yeah, like they find crazy antiques and stuff too. And they found this like what was it a pug speaker? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, look, we've got this thing. It's it's dead. Is there any way we can revive this? We can't find a charger. And your girlfriend presses a button and goes, there you go. Turns it on. And it still had power and everything. And there was power and everything. And th- it blew their mind. And uh, your stepdad just kept asking. So wait, how do we, how do we give this power? You're just, like, you just 
plug it in. Turn the so button you just on. press the button, and then they were like, "Look, we got this TV. <laughs> <laughs> We've got this TV. Uh, we found it. Looks great. Just uh, we can't get." any channels on it we've got the rogers box we've got the yeah. tv and uh you go downstairs and you're like yeah you, you haven't plugged the hdmi cable into <laughs> to both of them and then it plugged i plug it in. it in and they're like whoa <laughs> yeah he messaged me and today. they were very thankful <laughs> he messaged me today he's like yo thanks again like, like i'm like thank you you made us a, a great dinner the, the least i could do is fix your tv <laughs> Anyone, anyone our age, like I'm 30, anyone like our age, you go home or to any old family member, old, but like older yeah. family members that are like, hey, uh, my Wi-Fi has been down. How long has it been down? I don't know. <laughs> Can you fix it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to plug this it's, in. The thing, a lot of TVs, it's always the input button. You're like, yeah, just press input. You're on yeah. the wrong HDMI. It's like, yeah. Because like I taught my mom, like years ago, I got her an iPad when they came out and like, I taught her all to use all mm. that stuff. And then I got her an Apple TV to go with that. And like, so she got pretty, like got pretty good using the Apple music or the Spotify's and stuff. But, uh, I guess the TV was their <laughs> mortal enemy, the TV in the basement, but now it's working. So yeah. he's set. So yeah. Um, yeah, that was a good, that was a good night. Thanksgiving is uh time for, uh, when do Americans though? They, I think it's November 24th. They go this hard year. in the paint. For We're going to see churches that night. We're going I to think. churches on American Thanksgiving. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, happy, uh, I know a lot of people don't like Christopher Columbus Day either. So mm. The only Christopher we acknowledge is Christopher. Christopher. Morisanti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The multi saints guy and, and Biggie. Um, so we had a nice Thanksgiving and, uh, you went, you went and saw Bond this week. We had mm -hmm. our Bond review Spectre out on the Patreon. You mentioned that. Uh, we also, did uh what what else did we do last did week? Did another episode of Was Next last week? Yeah, talking about some retro NXT. Uh the contract signing between Biggie Langston, the champion, yeah. and uh Bo Dallas. The women's tournament for the NXT title mm -hmm. and uh stuff like that. But this week, staying on track now, James Bond's over. It's spooky season. It's full on spooky season. You and can see from our set yeah, right now. If you watch us on Twitch, uh you'd see technical difficulties tonight. But you'd yes. also see our great set that Davey, I came home and you just made everything so spooky. You got a crow. You got, we have a lot of skulls in our apartment anyways. That's up to me, but thank you. Made it, you made it look good. Who's Dodo? I think, oh, isn't this a Dodo or is it, it's like a dead. Yeah. Is it dead I Dodo? Dead yeah. Dodo maybe. So we're celebrating spooky season. We mentioned we got a Halloween Havoc review coming down the line, but this 1996. Week, yeah. yeah. But this week we thought we need a, we need a, uh, a heavy hitting five star horror classic to kick things. We need to celebrate some some right. So we decided, what's a good movie we haven't really done that we like? That's scary. We just went straight to the the source with this one. Yeah, The Exorcist, probably the most famous horror yeah. film ever. Yeah. So uh, listen to we're going to review this. To, we're going to record it tomorrow. It's going to be out this weekend. But listen to us talk about The Exorcist, nineteen seventy three. There's going to be vomit, head spinning, crucifixes, all of that. Green soup, green pea soup. Yeah, pea soup. It's yep. everything. So that's going to be, that's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, and we also have a little show called Best Match Ever. And when people talk about the best matches ever, the one thing that always springs to mind is a casket match. <laughs> so yes, right. we are talking about the best casket matches ever for spooky season. And did you know Dusty Rhodes and Ivan Koloff had one of the first casket matches? I had no idea until I was researching with this wow. show. It's all on YouTube uh, from we're 1980. Gonna, we're going to have to talk about it. So we're talking about that. We're talking about multiple Undertaker matches. Of course, of course. Uh, of course, we had the Coffin match in AEW recently. 
uh, grave consequences from Lucha Underground. Yeah, we're going to talk all about the best casket matches ever. So uh, next year clearly will be buried, best buried alive match yes, ever. Yes, I think so. <laughs> Last ride match ever. Yeah. What, are, what are the other ones? Just throw a guy in something match is what it's Yeah, become. you've got the ambulance match. The, they're terrible. I hate all these matches. <laughs> Listen to the show. It's yeah, really yeah. Well, we've, we've scoped up the best ones and we're going to talk about it this week. So it's going to go all over. Even TNA. We're going to talk yeah. about so it's going to will definitely- Bully Ray versus Mr. Anderson be the best casket match ever? Yeah, so those are some of the shows that are coming out on the Patreon. Of course, only five bucks North American tier gets you access to all these shows, plus over like three hundred and fifty plus best match ever, retro NXT movie reviews, all the wrestling stuff, everything. But we do a show called BD Elite free on this channel, which we usually do Wednesday nights. We go live on Twitch and record uh, after that. But they are not on Wednesday night. This week. They are on Saturday. Yeah. Is it nine days? No, it's not <laughs> not quite, but nine days. Um, so this Saturday, AEW Dynamite's doing a special show. Um, so we're probably going to do, we were thinking of doing a show probably Sunday for this to kind of fill in that gap. But Tony Khan being the, uh, the ultimate, what, promoter? Booker? Yeah, Booker. He's, uh, he said he's going to crush the rate. He's going to win this Friday night war that's starting this week. And he, he went off on Twitter this past week. I, I love it. And then now he was like, yeah, AEW Rampage is going up against SmackDown. And he was like, and the bunny and, uh, is it, I don't know. I think I Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho. Yes. He, he was promoting that. Mm. And I was like, okay, well, like, I don't watch SmackDown anyway. So, mm. like, really, he, this doesn't, this doesn't phase me. But I was like, this sounded a little weird that he's like flexing now. Like, yeah, well, I'm going to go head to head. And then he, he like casually lets it slip on Twitter. Just be like, oh, hey, by the way, another match is happening, but it's now a buy in for the rampage. So it's on YouTube. Yeah. And it's Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. Crazy. On, on YouTube. On YouTube. For free. for free. So. I love it. I've, I've been looking on like the reaction on Twitter and stuff. And there's a lot of people being like, like, why is Tony doing this as if they're going to win? Blah, blah, blah. Like, who cares? Like, we're getting great free wrestling this Friday. Uh, realistically, I'm at work anyway. So I'm watching it all the next day. Doesn't yeah. really phase me, but, um, I think it's great. I think the, the ratings have been, dropping a bit for Rampage. I don't necessarily think they'll beat SmackDown, but their ratings are going to get better for sure. I think there's definitely going to be AEW uh, fans who like maybe want to see um, them beat SmackDown and tune in where maybe they might watch it after the fact some weeks. Um, and also, I'd be curious because YouTube is available worldwide. Like not everyone has access. Even here in Canada, we can't watch Rampage live. Right. We're like an hour behind or something like okay, that yeah. some weeks. So YouTube, their numbers on YouTube streaming might be bigger. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like they might get like, what, like 30,000 people watching on YouTube. I, I don't want, I've never yeah. watched their YouTube stuff live, but um, I'm definitely interested in this match. match. This yeah. is a huge match. They've, they've wrestled like once before, like 2004. 2004. Yeah, that's crazy. So uh, Danielson put out a tweet today that gets you even hyped. He's mm. like, yeah, I wrestled you and you kicked the shit out of me, but I've learned a lot and I'm yeah. ready to show you what I've learned. It's like, I love it. Yeah. So uh, we won't be doing a show Friday or Saturday night, but we're thinking Sunday, Eastern time, our time. Come hang out. Have lunch with us. 
brunch with the BD. It's a late brunch. Yeah. 2, 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Eastern time uh, on the Twitch. We'll record the show and then put out the podcast on this feed for free, talking all about the Rampage, the buy-in. And Dynamite. The Dynamite, all that stuff. Lots of stuff. So much wrestling. So much stuff. So that'll be on this feed, so we can talk about that. But I'm super excited. We went to Kenny and Brian. They tore it down. Brian's just going to keep having these dream matches nonstop. Absolutely. Keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. MJ messaged us. Our friend MJ was like, yo, coming to Florida? Coming (laughs) to my... I didn't realize it's Miami. Suzuki in Miami. Mm. The Dragon. Sounds great. Uh, That sounds awesome. Um... Speaking of SmackDown, though, uh, I did have it on the other day because you mentioned you got this cable box that I was like, oh, mm. which I couldn't find SmackDown. So was it on FS1 this past week? I think it was just on Fox. Oh, okay. Right? I was like, oh, okay, Fox. And I was some guy was yelling at me about snowflakes and stuff. I thought it was Joe Gacy. And then I realized it was Fox News. And I was like, oh, where do ah. I get SmackDown? Ah, So I finally found it. And I put it on. I was having some food and getting ready to go out. And um, it was so bad. It was awful. I feel like I, uh, I, I, it took me longer to roll a joint than it was to watch the women's matches in the tournament. Oh, right. This queen's crown. I think I blinked and I was like, yeah, what am I? Sorry. Bizarre. What? Uh, not that I watch normally casually, but literally it was like, huh, I'm going to put it on. Why not? Let's see what it's about. Finn Mm. Balor's wrestling Cesaro. Hell yeah. Let's go. Man, yeah. like no wonder Tony Khan's making these like jokes and shots because like ah, I really cannot get into any of any time I try to jump into that product. Yeah. I literally thought, hey, maybe they are going to do something. And sorry, can they have a hell in a cell in Saudi Arabia? They're having a lot of death on this show. Goldberg's threatening, threatening to murder Bobby Lashley repeatedly. He's like, I'm going to kill you. You're dead. You touch my son. I'm going to kill you in Saudi Arabia. And now Edge is like, hell in a cell in Saudi Arabia. But don't call it Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Love it. Wow. So when's that show? I think that uh, the 23rd. Holy. Man. Uh, I'll be hosting a watch along for that live that <laughs> afternoon. It's a dream card. Dream card. It's, a, it's the biggest card. Like it's the most like um, normal pay-per-view-esque card that they've had, I think, in Saudi. Yeah. Normally they're a bit of a house show in a stadium sort of thing whereas this feels like an actual pay-per-view yeah that's true around. i guess yeah the women's match should be good like i think the mat some of the matches should be decent i'm sorry but- i watched i'm pretty sure i watched two matches in this Qu- queen of the ring tournament oh, i'm not talking about the queen of the ring i'm talking about <sighs> wow. becky bianca charlotte yeah Look, I think I think SmackDown and, and Raw, like the ratings will kind of stay the same always. Like yeah. there's always going to be that crowd that kind of like that stuff. But for like the hardcore fans, definitely is a bit of a piss off that they go through all the trouble to do this tournament. Yeah. What is the point? If it, you just needed to write a better angle for Carmella, if that's the route you're going, because it seems that way. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's it's very bizarre. But yeah. It's just lazy. It's so lazy. Yeah. I found it was interesting. I, literally, the match was like a minute. Mm. I, I was like, what? Still grinding. What is? What are you? Mm. What are you talking? About? I, Woods I, for King, though. Yeah, they're yeah. not going to give it to him, are they? <laughs> no, no, definitely. <laughs> it's going to be gender or yeah. be gender. And then what's going on with Kevin Owens? See, he, uh, he looks like his all his friends are having fun. Yeah, and he's just hanging around, getting beaten by Corbin. Yeah, that's another character I saw for the first time. The happy Corbin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad Cat Moss. <laughs> yeah, that's so bad. It's great. Like, no, it's so bad. I also saw, so I, I'm, I'm thinking like, 
if Kevin Owens is is one of the guys people are like, oh, he should jump ship, and mm. how many of these people are gonna like continue to to go over there and jump ship? However, like yeah, all his boys are Mount what are they, Mount Rushmore. Oh, I'd love to see Kevin. Yeah, over there, my mate Kev. Yeah, Kev, big Kev. I would like to see Kevin Steen make a return because he was a different entity on the Indies. He was a totally totally different character. WWE definitely like watered him down. I, I feel. And I saw the, the, just the gif of him banging his head against the turnbuckle this week that like sums up, I think, how he, maybe he, mm. he's feeling. Um, and I know we're an NXT show. So we got to talk about the biggest news in NXT right now. And I'm not talking about NXT 2.0. I'm talking about how Johnny Gargano took NXT out of his Twitter bio. Really? I did dun, not dun, know dun. this. <laughs> what is going on? Guys, the forbidden doors are everywhere. Johnny Wrestling uh, has removed NXT from his bio. I'm, uh, I'm doing my, doing my digging here, my journalistic digging here. That's what I've been He's doing. He's still got the link to his .com superstars. Right, thing, right, right, yeah. right. Soon to be uh, in the past. What is, what is it called when, you're, when you leave? Put you in like the former's... The alumni? Yeah, alumni. Mm. That's it. Damn. Um, I know there's Johnny haters out there, but definitely Johnny Gargano is someone I think it would be so easy to create a huge megastar in the world of wrestling just because um, he should be already yeah uh, I, I obviously wwe they like to focus on these big giant guys so mm. maybe it's not so believable in that world but man if they gave him a shot definitely but uh, isn't the underdog story the best story yeah, there is exactly it's like so, any time like that there's been a big great story daniel bryan kofi it's been the underdogs you want the underdogs fighting these giants yeah. and overcoming it like, I, I never get that mentality. No, I would love to see Johnny tied up with uh, All of them. Brian, Brian Danielson. Kenny Omega versus Johnny seems nuts. But yeah, I don't know if that means anything. That's just what I saw. People were like, mm. hey, that's something that happened. So uh, as, as a Johnny fan, I just want to see him wrestle. That's what he's good at. Yeah. And he's gotten so much better at it. Uh, he's just been chilling. And in this world of this new NXT, I don't know really where what leaves for him. Same with Kyle O'Reilly. He's probably watching Bobby Fish, who's wrestling Danielson this week as well on Dynamite this yeah. Saturday. And Lee Moriarty on the on the Bayern. rampage, yeah. So he's probably like, man, what what am I going to do? What am I supposed to do? So because what he's doing right now isn't isn't really popping off, as we'll get into. But it's it's interesting, and it must feel for a lot of these guys are probably bros, they're probably friends, yeah. And like, ah, I want to do what you're well, doing. Well, there was no. Uh Nothing of the way today was there. Like Indy was on, but she's with Persia. It's been now. two weeks now with no way. Yeah, with no, no way. The way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Austin's on Raw and SmackDown. Yep, Austin's fighting Jeff Hardy and it's taking pictures. Candice is having a baby. Johnny's just going to Cleveland games. Maybe that's it. He's taking a little break, having a kid, yeah. and chill out. Then he'll wrestle. Yeah, and the world will rejoice. He can have a match with. FTR, get Champa will go go over too. True. Yeah. There you go. DIY. Yeah. Ne just don't go back to Champa versus Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> they go to AEW. Just just to, just to yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but D DIY versus the Bucks. DIY revival. Sorry, DIY FTR. DIY the Bucks. DIY versus Golden Lovers. All yeah. these different matches. DIY versus Hardy Family Office. <laughs> which team they have like three people all of them <laughs> the one guy i still don't know his name which one i know there's every oh, week jora they add one guy to them and be like let's see if people notice but mm. that's the other show that's on bd elite let's talk about nxt 
from Tuesday, October 12th, 2021. We start off with, before the show, earlier today, Swerve and Hit Row are entering the building. I know that Hit Row are leaving NXT mm-hmm. to go to SmackDown. They've, but Swerve's been in NXT for a while. He should have known better. Yeah. To walk through the parking lot. Ashanti's already missing. They're like, <laughs> they're like, where's Ashanti? And not only is he walking through the parking lot, which is dangerous, he's got his headphones on. Oh. Like, you're not going to be able to hear a sneak attack when you've got your headphones on. Swerve. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's listening to some music. Also, you're with your friends. Isn't that just rude? Yeah. Like they're talking to him and he's just like listening to music. Would it be worse if he was just like like one of those guys who get on like the bus or subway and just listening to? He's like, "Hey guys, I hope you like listening to the music I'm listening to too, because <laughs> that's what's happening." Yeah, yeah, like like uh, in New York, scariest biker gang dude got on the fucking subway. I'm like, okay, here we go. He's listening to ABBA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, on headphones or just no on, like, on a speaker? On a speaker. I don't get the whole speaker thing. So and he wasn't doing it to be like I'm doing it for the lulls. Mm. Like he was like, which one? Give me, give me, give me another after midnight. It is a banger. Okay. It is, but like the dude. Abba one, not the Madonna one. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't like Madonna. No, me neither. As you heard, him when you came to my 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 mom's house for Thanksgiving, we were we were discussing something, and my mom went, Madonna, not in this household. <laughs> <laughs> We start off with Swerve and Hit Row. They get attacked from behind by Legato del Fantasma. They take, do they, sorry, do they kidnap? They kidnap B-Fab and Top Dollar. We assume Ashanti's already been murdered or something right. earlier. Um, <coughs> yeah. And they beat up Swerve. So Swerve's on his own tonight for his title match against Santos. But ladies and gentlemen, Joe Gacy. He's in the middle of the ring. He's in on, and he's got a chair. He's spotlight on him. His his like video is all like acceptance, inclusion, Peace, love, and his music. Yeah, his, his great wavy, dreamy mm-hmm. rock indie song. He says, "This is a safe space, and tonight I will be victorious over this walking example of toxic masculinity." So he's got a match against Champa right now, and if he beats Champa. He's added to the Halloween Havoc match with Brick Bra- Braun Breaker. Yes. And it's a triple threat for the title. He says, I represent all of you in the crowd watching at home. All of my snowflakes. That's right. He called us all snowflakes. That's his people? <laughs> yeah. Is that his followers now? Yeah, the, snowflakes? the snowflakes. Love it. He says, and I will bring transparent inclusivity to the NXT title. So this is for all of you. Wow. He's getting creepier. Yeah. With it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, no, I'm liking the, I mean, obviously he's still using the buzzword mm. thing, but he's def- there's they're still working now on Now he's got an actual opponent. It's tied together way better. Right. Yeah. Well, Champa comes out, the NXT champion, and he's going up against Joe Gacy. Uh Wade Barrett on commentary again mentions that. Yeah. Yeah, Beth. Yeah, Vic. All these snowflakes here. Yeah, yeah. These snow like now he's like he's being coy about it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, the snowflakes. Champa's beating down on Joe Gacy, but he comes back, puts Champa in a sleeper hold. But uh, Champa gets out of that, hits him with those V-trigger knee strikes into the corner, and then just starts beating him down and clubbing down on him on his chest and everything. Uh, Gacy comes back with this side slam as they go to commercial break. When we come back, there's an abdominal stretch. 
Champa beats on him outside and then sits on the apron and then does his classic pat on the back clap thing. Series of clotheslines where he just keeps running at him, running at him in the corner and continuously. But Gacy gets at him with like a stacked powerbomb. Reminded me of Ishii. Mm. Joe Gacy, Joe Ishii here. With, you know the powerbomb where it's like you, you like still... The Masawa one. Yeah, it? it's sweet. Champa gets out of it. Gacy then sets up for a move we've seen him do once where he goes for like that handspring against the ropes upside down. While he's upside down doing the handspring, Champa basement drop kicks him in the face, which was pretty cool considering mm. he's upside down. Picks him up. Fairy tale ending, and Champa beats Gacy. It's still a safe space. Still a safe space. I, I quite enjoyed this match. I think Gacy. Uh, I'm I'm pleased they're not letting the character take over the wrestling. They do do a bit of character stuff during the match, but in general, like when the bell goes, he's a wrestler, and I like that. I still hate the gear. Just I hate people dressing it like wrestling in waiter dress clothes. Um, but yeah, Champa bringing the aggression as always, and I like the the drop kick to the face. Um, yeah, not bad. Also, normally whenever we see the stipulation, the guy is pretty much always added to the match, so it's quite nice to just switch and be like, no, yeah, he, he lost. So, he lost. Yeah. Uh, well, after the match, Champa's leaving, and it's Harland, the big dude, who was in the crowd the whole match watching the bald, big bald dude, Parker. He attacks Champa here, but Gacy like stops him, like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Stop it. And then he puts his hand around Gacy's neck, like he's choking him here, but Gacy just starts to caress <laughs> his face. He's just stroking the top of his head and the side of his face, which then Harland un, un you know, he lets go of this choke. And then uh Gacy just like stares at him, and this giant Harland just disappears he runs away yeah as gacy just stands there and then toxic attractions music hits he he picks up champa as oh well. right he, he hugs out champa yeah and champa shoves him away yeah so and then he just stands there the whole time smiling for toxic attractions entrance yeah so uh yeah it was a little weird <laughs> i wasn't quite sure what was happening what's with the so harland i assume is with him I think they're leaving it like what, what, yeah, it's a mystery yeah. right now. What is going on with these two? And how did, cause it looked like he was going to murder Gacy. How yeah. did Gacy turn? Maybe he's his first snowflake. It's the first one? Yeah. Head snowflake. <laughs> what he's like caressing yeah, he his like face. calmed him down. Yeah. I feel like it's like his, his heavy. It's exactly. Like, he will be from now on. Right, yeah. but he controls him. Like, he controls him. This really weird. He calms him down. I don't understand where what it's what is the giant caressing of the face to this monster. Oh, we don't know yet. Have to do with the safe space because it doesn't. It was not a safe space with this guy. There, he's making it a safe space. He's right. calming him. He's right. Like, no, it's a safe space here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm still You're not going to know everything in week one. No, right? no, no, no. Yeah. But it's a story. It's, yeah. Is the guy is scary looking? He is. He's terrifying. He's like. Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. He's, he's huge. He's so scary. And all it took was just a caressing of mm -hmm. the face. So next time you're the small dog in a big fight, just caress the guy's face. Exactly. Yeah. Everything will Not be tried fun. it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Might get you punched even more. <laughs> uh, I, I can't wait to see what happens with this. But I like how Gacy's just chilling during Toxic Attraction's yeah. entrance. Yeah, it was very uh, ECW, the first, like, 
hour of this show, every entrance was just bleeding into each other. Yeah. And it moved pretty quickly. Toxic Attraction, Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane, they come out, they get in the ring, and they say that, well, NXT and the tag team division, it's like we're left unsatisfied, and there's rules here, but we don't care about the rules. And, well, they lay a challenge for the NXT women's tag team titles, Gigi and JC, but Mandy says, it doesn't matter what kind of hair color I have, whether it's blonde, blue, black, brown, I'm the baddest bitch in the game. And she challenges Raquel for yep. a title match. I thought they, they're kind of hit and miss with their promos for me, um, Toxic Attraction. I thought they sounded better here. I do think Mandy sounds confident and is good. The other two still need a bit of work with it. Um, but I don't hate the idea of Mandy versus Raquel. No, no, I, I thought I think we knew that's where they I think were. Mandy's gonna... been impressing recently, and yeah, I can't say this promo. All all of the promos here didn't really. It, it felt like they were definitely acting. Yeah, yeah, I I do feel that they're definitely. That's how I feel. Owning the character. That's how yet. I feel with every character yeah. going forward with this show. That's the problem. It's like before you could. You could see those leaked promo class videos where they're practicing these things. I feel like now they're more so thrown into the water here. It, like, it definitely swim. does feel like, right, let's show the parents what you've been practicing all year. You know? Yeah. Like it's, it feels like the first, yeah, performance in front of a crowd. Um, Mandy doesn't bother me so much, but the other two, I definitely get that. Yeah. We go to Zion Quinn. He comes out, and like you said, the entrances were like bleeding into the mm. other ones because this guy comes out, and we've seen him. He's uh, he's his character is he's chivalry. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He comes out. He's going up against Blade Malik. Blade Ma- Malik Blade. Malik Blade. Yeah, I just like the name Blade. Blade. It's great. Blade. It's against uh, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if Zion Zion Quinn would be fucked if he had to fight Wesley Blade. Wesley Snipes. Like Wesley Snipes now? No. Wesley Snipes when he was Blade, mm. yeah, you're getting you're getting slayed, definitely. Don't know this guy's big. Wesley, Sni- you, you, have you seen Blade? The OG, you haven't seen Blade. Yeah, it's all it's it's a film. I don't know. This Wesley, is a real dude. I don't know. Wesley Snipes, man, he's. He, Wes, I feel like Wesley Snipes been to jail. Wesley Snipes just Wesley, got out of jail. Yeah, but it wasn't for anything gangster. <laughs> it was like tax evasion. <laughs> Let's see if Zion Quinn That's has like any taxes. That's like the lamest thing to be in prison for. What did you lie. do? Didn't do my taxes. Yeah, when I heard that. You didn't kill a man. When it first came out, I was like, man, Wesley, I was expecting, <laughs> like, darkness, I was expecting more from you. I was expecting, like, you, like, murdered a vampire or yeah. something. But no, you just evaded your taxes. <laughs> Can't you shoot people in the foot now and get away with it? But... God forbid you don't do your taxes. No, that's Tory Lanez. Yeah, yeah but he, he didn't go to prison, did he? No, he didn't. No, but no. if he didn't do his taxes, maybe. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, mm. yeah. Do you know about the baby? Never, never mind. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Zion Quinn versus Blade. <laughs> uh, Zion Quinn looks like a vampire. He could, he yeah. could count as a vampire here. Um, Quinn just picks him up and starts body slamming him all over here. There's a like throwing him around the ring, a few strikes here. Uh, Blade does come back with this drop kick and then this flying drop kick off the top, which looked awesome. Um, but then Quinn kicks out of the pin. He gets up, hits this one handed spine buster, and then he sets up for his finisher and he does the Ryback 
feed me more taunt, almost like Roman Reigns. Smashing the yeah, and then forearm. he runs at him with a running forearm, which I all right, and pins him. Um, not the flashiest move, but he's got cooler moves. I yeah. think we've seen from we haven't seen a great deal of this guy, but the the matches he's had, he's had some pretty cool looking power moves and strikes. And yeah, it's it's like a Superman punch, but with the forearm. It it's not the greatest. Uh, but I do like this guy from what I've seen. I think he he's scary looking. He's athletic and big, but like has looks pretty cool in there. I think. Yeah, uh, he's got a cool. He's got a very WWE look. Like he could mm. look. He's 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 a beast. He's ripped. He he can do some cool fighting. He's got these gloves. He's got his weird not Roman Reigns. He really wants to be Roman Reigns because it's almost like he's doing the fist cocking and then he's doing the. Is he's he got, Samoan? He's also yeah. He's got Samoan tattoos, so maybe. But he's got the. The like we've mentioned it, it's almost like the Black Panther like leg. Oh, for the yeah, like necklace thing. Yeah, um, not not enough in it to see him, but cool one handed spinebuster. We go to Champa, who's backstage. He's being interviewed about his match. Now he knows it's a one on one against Braun Breaker. He says it doesn't matter though, triple threat or one on one. I am now dialed in and I'm ready. When he's interrupted. By Zach Gibson and James Drake, the grizzled young veterans. They say, yeah, we're ready, too, to see you lose the title to a rookie. Champa gets a little fired up, but it's kind of a two-on-one situation. In comes Braun Breaker, and he, he, interjects, and he interjects and says, hey, like... Fuck you. Yeah, I'm, I'll show you, rookie. So he tells Champa, I'll stand by your side until we have our match. So setting up next week's Can They Coexist match ah. live on NXT. Yeah, he says, I'm going to beat you at Halloween Havoc for the belt, but next week I'll be your partner. Mm. But can they coexist? Yes. Ah, Literally what they did with Drew and Big E, what they did with <sighs> the women. Um, yeah, this is so stale. Yeah, yeah. I'm so tired of this putting them in a tag team thing. Also, like this week is... Sorry, it's two weeks from now. It's Halloween Havoc mm. with Braun versus Braun Breaker versus Champa. They've now announced next week it's Grizzled Young Vets versus Champa and Braun Breaker. Oh, the tag team were the two guys who are gonna fight, whatever. But all night tonight and on Monday night, they're promoting the premiere of Chucky, the show. You have a Steiner right here. Does, didn't anyone in WWE watch when WCW did their Scott Steiner Chucky cross promotion? Oh, it's that's just money right. on the table right there. Yeah. Someone fucked up. I mean, they fucked up not calling him Steiner. But They're not loud, apparently. <laughs> yeah, fix it. Pay him. <laughs> this is the dumbest fucking name, Braun Breaker. He looks great though, even when he talks. Mm. I'm like, oh, you look the part. You don't look like you're as much as acting as all these other people. Maybe that's why yeah. this character is coming across as kind of a badass to like a lot of us who watch the show because he's like, oh, he genuinely looks like he would he would hurt me. Yeah. He looks like he does a lot of non-tax evasions. Yes, <laughs> he would hurt people. Yes, yeah. Uh, so that match is next week, but I'm sad we didn't. Yeah, get- it should be a good match. Yeah. I'm just so bored of this this formula yeah. that we see in WWE across the shows every month. We get a diamond mine. They come out and they got a cool laser entrance with the lasers make up the diamond. Mm. I think that's the little things just make it seem so pro when you got a laser diamond because diamonds cut. No, isn't it laser? The diamonds can cut through things. I don't know. Diamonds can cut glass. Yeah. So was the laser? Lasers can cut diamonds. I guess so. Yeah. 
What cuts? Scissors? Cut lasers? What cuts lasers? <laughs> laser diamonds. I don't know. I feel like there's got to be some wrestler who's got a name laser. <laughs> Something in this, in this show, at least. But during her entrance, we go to Swerve backstage, and he's he's hurting from that beatdown. But he says, you know what? I'm still going to have this match. I'll still face Santos. And when I beat him, I'm taking the North American title to SmackDown. He's so good. Uh, he's someone who doesn't feel like he's acting to me. He's yeah. He's so natural. Such a great promo. Uh, was saying that he awoken the evil spirits in him. Spooky season. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think Swerve's great. And really, it's it's down to WWE to fuck up with this act, Hit Row on SmackDown. Because uh, it's money for me. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like Swerve a lot. Um, and I, even the little things he says here is, is really good. And the title's called the North American title, but it's the NXT. I mean, people were like, oh, could he bring the title? Mm. Uh, probably not, as we'll see. But we go to, well, I see people in the Twitch chat. Someone reminded me, thank you, Janobil, who says, actually, the anniversary of Chucky WCW was yesterday. No. I don't know how many years, but yeah, crazy. And uh, some people are going off about how tax evasion actually is gangster because that's how they got Al Capone. No, but that's like when you want to get someone, like, you know they've murdered people, but yeah. you can't pin them on the murder, so we'll get you for tax evasion. Still not gangster. Yeah, it's like when, you, when they wear in the mask, they're coming for your ice, but when they're bare face, Coming for your life. That's what it's like, right? Isn't that what it's about? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Ivy Nile and the Diamond Mine are in the ring. And Ivy Nile's going up against one of our favorite uh, enhancement talent here in NXT. Valentino Ferez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in the mask. The, luch- the luchador. Oh, wait, she-, she wasn't in the mask. No, she's got the, the feathers. She had a that- face that- now. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's got the, the feathers and stuff now. Yeah, she didn't this week. Yeah, yeah, she toned it down. Yeah. Yeah, she should have gone. She's already in the ring. (laughs) She gets beat up. There's this huge slam from Niall here who is jacked. Yeah. And just catches her and just holds her up for a stalling suplex. So she had her in like the fallaway slam position and from there lifted her up in in the vertical. This was crazy. This was so impressive. Yeah, she was crazy. She then picks her up, beats her down, puts her in a torture rack... And just starts bending her for a while. She had her in this move for. It's quite a way a- better than Luger's. Like was really bending her yeah. over her back. Look great. Yeah, racks on racks. And uh, Ivy Nile gets the win as Ferez taps out here. Ferez should have tapped out a lot earlier. <laughs> I think so. I, I think she the the way she was bent and like come on, you're here to put over. Like you're the we don't say jobber here. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That here. Yeah. And I think she should have tapped out way sooner. But impressive from Niall. I, I actually really liked her. Yeah, it's like the diamond mine. We all laughed. Mm. They're coming together here. This is diamond. I thought this is American Top Team with Dan Lambert. It's the same <laughs> thing. It's the same thing. Except Bivens. This is Paige no, Van Sant. No, but <laughs> uh, Bivens though. Once Roddy is Jorge Masvidal, and then the knee. Then both uh, Junior Del Santos is both of the Creed twins. Malcolm right, Bivens right. is Dan Lambert. Yeah, and big Paige Van Dan's, uh hubby. Yeah, he's one of them too. There you go. It's the yeah, same people. Same people. Biv- their characters, though, we hate wrestling. We're MMA, which yeah. is weird. But then he- these guys are just MMA fighters in wrestling, yeah. I guess. With Roddy. <laughs> <laughs> Bless Roddy, though. Uh, I'll tell you why. Bivens grabs a microphone and he says... Uh, my, 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 look at that. That was a message to every woman here in NXT. This is Ivy Nile, the pit bull. 
and uh, she's going to put people in check here. Uh, this is when he, he kind of explains, you know, we got an Ivy. She's going to be a champion. We got the Creed bros. They're going to be champions. We got Roderick Strong, the cruiserweight champion. And he goes, that's me. That's me. I'm, <laughs> I'm the champion. Yep. But they're interrupted because out comes Jiro in a blazer. He runs out and they all scatter, which I'm like, what? Why would you run away from Jiro? Even I wouldn't run away from Jiro. I don't think it was they were running away. I think it was more Julius was going, I can do this on my own. Right. Let me have a go. Julius Caesar lets them all leave and he says, all right, uh, I'll fight you. Like, I'll fight you. He says, everything is earned and you got to get ready. So if you got to get ready, we don't. We stay ready. And Julius takes off his tracksuit, revealing his gear and says, I'm always strapped. <laughs> <laughs> been watching that Arn promo a few too, too many yeah. times. He says, what are you going to do, huh? So the break is is now, but when we come back, it's Jiro versus Julius here on NXT. Uh, Jiro does this like, neck twist when Julius is laid down, uh, but then Julius comes back with this huge side like wrestling, chain wrestling slam here, a T-bone suplex, almost like Shelton used to do, where you, like, you lift the guy over for the exploder, but then turn over to like power slam. I don't know. It looked great. There's then gut-wrench suplexes. Uh, there's then Jiro, who finally comes back with a kick to the face, does his jacket laugh, is the best way I can describe this. Mm. this I don't even want to call it a move. He just holds up his jacket and laughs. <laughs> and then goes up on the turnbuckle, headstands, and starts kicking his feet together while doing like a handstand and stuff. Uh, but then gets caught in another huge side slam from Julius. And then who like, while he slams him, he like pops back up on his feet almost like in a weird side. He did like a almost, it's like that rolling senton when you've got them on their sh- shoulders. Yeah, you but can't escape. More of a cartwheel with it. It looked really good. Gets up and Jiro's now seated from this slam like hurting. And Julius just runs at him with this like sliding D, this sliding lariat like Ishii style. And Julius pins Jiro just like that. But what I got out of this was, wow, this guy's amazing. Really impressive. I thought he sounded good as well yeah. before the match. Uh, this guy, um, I'd kind of like to see his brother in singles now. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, Julius Creed really, really impressed me here. I thought his moves looked great. He looks legit. He sounded good. Um, Jiro, if there's ever a man made for the 24-7 division, it's this guy. Like, I want to see him running around with R-Truth and Reginald yeah. and Drake Maverick. Like, he's just, he's just perfect for that. Um, with his suits. But his I guess jackets. it's fun to have a character like that in NXT and just someone who can get murdered by everyone. And he got murdered really well here. He did. Him and his jacket. Yeah. Maybe he can hang out with R-Truth, show up in one of his music videos that he's dropping. Is he Be dropping great. more? Yeah. Some rap songs. The Rock release something? And- the Rock with Tech 9 Is there nothing the man can't do? Yeah. He's just showing off at this point. He's like, hey, I'm going to write a novel too. I'm going to become a journalist. I'll be president soon. He's got to be president. He's definitely got to be president. How do you put money on that like now? I'm pretty sure you can bet on that. Because like Young Rock, again, another thing. Oh, yeah. His TV show? Yeah. Where he's pretending. We've got to wait for him to be president on The Simpsons and then we know. They haven't predicted that? I don't think they've predicted it yet. But I haven't watched The Simpsons for like 15 years. Yeah. Maybe longer. Is it still on TV? It's still a thing. Yeah. Mm. Damn. Yeah. The Rock is on a Tech 9 song. Uh, it's, It's something. It's interesting. I can't lie. Like, 
he, uh, good for him to at the end of it he grabs a bottle of Terramana tequila and he's like so does he actually rap on it he raps but it's okay. like 20 seconds it's like not that long it's not a real it's not I a guess full he already verse. did the Wyclef exactly Wyclef he didn't rap on that either he does the hook yeah which true. is like do- doesn't matter as a classic yeah yeah but this one's like pretty interesting a lot of people like it some people are like ah eh, not my thing but I'm like damn the rock says I just did tequila and freestyle he said one take I believe him okay he's the rock he doesn't yeah. lie I don't think when he's president, though, he will. <laughs> we should have some Terramana. Yeah, we have some Terramana. This brought to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Rock and Tech Nine is not something I thought I'd see on a bingo card either. Um, we go to what were we going to? Oh, well, after the match, Jiro gets beat up by mm-hmm. Diamond Mind. This is when he's saved by Kushida, but then they put the boots to him too, and they stand tall. Diamond Mind. The end of heartache. Boo. So I guess we're getting a rematch, Kushida and Roddy. At some point. Yeah. And we'll have a tag, probably Jiro and Kushida, maybe. Against Julius and Brutus? I guess. Maybe. I need I need the Creed bros to be tag champs. I I think they could be. I, I think want, they could be the yeah, next ones. Creed bros versus Imperium. That's what I want. More so than... than okay. Like, that'd be just a good match, I okay. think. We go to Raquel Gonzalez, the women's champ. A little video here kind of highlighting her reign as champ. Winning the title. All the feuds and matches she's had. And making history comes with a price. So she accepts Mandy Rose's, Mandy Rose's challenge, except she's upping the stakes. At Halloween Havoc, Raquel Gonzalez, Mandy Rose, spin the wheel and make ah. a deal. That's right. Yeah. Spin the wheel and make the wheel. What did I even say last <laughs> Spin the year? wheel and make a wheel. <laughs> spin the deal and make a deal. So, yeah, this is coming back. Yeah. Uh, I hope we get something... Bit more exciting than a street fight, right? We got what? T- I want something gimmicky. We got tables, tables ladders, and scares last time. That's that was right, pretty yeah. good. EO and Candace killed it last yep. time, so yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, but it's coming back, coming back. Good. Looking what was that? We did a review last year. Was it '93? This McFoley Vader. We did McFoley Vader. Yeah. yeah. Are we, uh, where's Shotzi? She needs to She's come on back. SmackDown. Yeah. Before. Half these people are on SmackDown. Yeah. Who cares? Forbidden Doors. Bring them back. Yeah, Shotzi has a new Halloween shirt I really like. Mm. Oh, that's right. That one. Yeah. (laughs) You knew. We get an ad for NXT UK, and the NXT title is on the line this week. Ilya Dragunov, the champ, defending against a kid. Yeah. He's he's fighting a kid? It's NXT UK. (laughs) We go to lashing out. (laughs) We go to lashing out with Lash LaRue, Lash Legend. She's talking about, she's got her game show here and she's talking about, uh, the, the draft and the roster, how it's like squid games. This, ah, uh, annoyed me so much because it was just, here's a reference. We're not gonna try and come up with any joke that's funny. Yeah. We'll literally just say the word squid game because people are talking about that yeah yeah it wasn't uh it wasn't that great no she just literally just and has this it. fake audience just laughing yeah. it's like going to a, an improv show in toronto just with <laughs> all supportive people in the crowd she then starts blasting tony d'angelo mm. because last week he showed up and was like hey i want to be on this show i just won my match what's up and she then plays like the clip back but like dubs over it and then cuts back to her and she's like tony d'angelo you want to be on Lashing Out with Lash Legend? 
Forget about it. <laughs> definite, definite pop from us for that, from that one. I was like, all right, you redeemed yourself with that one. That was good. Uh, she then uh, says that she doesn't, you know, she, she doesn't do that kind of stuff on her show. So more lashing out to come. Yeah. I'm excited. So I think it's happening. I think you said this last week, but we're, it's the long game. This, this romance between Lash Legend and Tony D'Angelo. That's it. How many people is Tony going to murder before he gets to her? <laughs> yeah i like like they say later love is in the air in nxt yeah so we need more couples we do and first you know he shot his shot now she's like putting him on blast and like kind of like ah making fun of him but then like no it's a slow burn yes you ever you don't you ever like it's like it's like high school when you're like you know you, flirting with people is by making fun of them mm. yeah <laughs> I just flirt with someone forever until they're just friends with me. Yeah, that seems to be your move. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> we go to Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly. I should have mentioned that Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly came out to the ring way before this match. They came out. There were a load of commercials with Shaq on it. Lash Legend talked for a bit. They just waiting the whole time. They were there forever. Poor guys. Pete Dunne and Ridge also made their entrance during this time. Yeah. And they're out in the ring probably waiting forever. They're out there. Von Wagner, Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne and Ridge Holland. Uh, Wagner's in here. He's beating up on Pete, beating up on Ridge. He does the... I, I love a good... When the guy's laid out and you're standing and then you just drop and headbutt them. Mm. I love a good falling headbutt. Uh, Ridge comes in with Kyle and he does an overhead belly to belly and puts the boots to him. There's then... Pete, who tags in with this crazy Mexican surfboard on Kyle and then just bending him back and working all the fingers and everything. Kyle comes back, though, with a series of roundhouse kicks. I love anytime Pete and Kyle. Oh, they got great chemistry. Yeah, anytime they interact is great. But he keeps getting beat up here um, as they go to commercial break. When we come back, Kyle, again, getting attacked from both Pete and Ridge, finally makes the hot tag to Von Wagner, who comes in. He clears house. Lays out everyone and then hits Ridge with the like butterfly suplex slam kind mm. of thing. And Von Wagner gets the win. I actually thought this, uh, I quite enjoyed this. And obviously Pete and Pete and Kyle are great. But I think this did a really good job in showcasing the big lads here. And I thought when they both were going at it, it was, they're actually pretty good. Um, I really like Ridge's selling. He really does remind me of Brock. The way he kind of staggers around yeah. when he's getting chopped down. His body type is like Brock. But he's, yeah, he's very like Brock. And, um, but I thought the, the actual big lads part of this match, I enjoyed a lot more than I thought I would. Uh, Wagner there, I mean, the, the name again, I feel like a broken record with these awful names in NXT. Um, his look just, I don't think the pants are really working for him. He doesn't look all impressive, but I don't think he's bad in the ring. He, I, He's clearly been someone they've been working on in secret quite a bit in the PC. Um, yeah, his wrestling. I, is there. I think he's decent. Yeah, his wrestling is definitely there. He's mm. hard hitting. He's like he's big. He's a monster. I, you're right. His his weird pants. Again, only in wrestling do we judge people by their pants. But definitely, but it's all part of it. It's a yeah, show, right? Yeah. Like it's that there's a reason why some guys make it further and look, their pants. Look, is part of it. And sometimes you need to fix your pants. Um, but no, I thought this did a good job in showcasing the, the like younger guys here. Yeah. Uh, it's elite. Like, where does it go with Kyle? Again, it's like, he's like, just, are these two going to go for tag? Yeah. That's kind of where that seems a bit of a shame for Kyle who just left all his friends to try and be champ. Yeah. 
should but go hang out with his friends again. Obviously, Ridge is going to be going soon. Yeah. To SmackDown. To leave Pete. To leave Pete. Leaves Pete and Kyle to just float around here. I'm not sure where they go. I mean, I go. feel they've been feuding a long, long time. Yeah, this now. past year. Yeah. So. Which I'd, I'd happily watch another match between the both, but they yeah. do feel in a bit of a limbo right now. Which is a shame because these two are top wrestlers. Yeah. Kyle Riley and Pete Diner deserve a lot more than just this. They should be on the main roster. They could be killing it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but selfishly, devil's advocate, Kyle Riley should be all elite. Go <laughs> hang out with Bobby Fish. Everyone else. Yeah. And then, and then Roddy will join them years later. We go to Chase University. Did somebody say? No. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Did somebody say? <laughs> What's his name again? Chase Austin? Austin Chase? Andre Andre Chase. Chase. Andre Chase Chase University, the place for uh, higher learning. He says today's lesson is ring awareness. And then he shows the clip. Turn the lights off. And he shows the clip of uh, Odyssey Jones Jones foot under the ropes and him throwing it back in. Any questions? Well, he says, look, he should have put his foot on the rope and elevated it. And therefore, the ref would have a better chance of seeing it. Yeah, so he's like, ah, oh, he lacks veteran instinct. He's not that Odyssey Jones, that kid. Any questions? Kid puts up his hand. Not a kid, but a guy puts his hand up. You can only see, like, the back of this guy's head. And he goes, what's your name? Brandon. Well, Brandon, what's your question? Well, isn't what you did last week illegal? Hmm. Great point, Brandon. That would be a great point. If I gave a fuck, <laughs> get your ass up and get out. You can go hang with Steve in the dumbass class. In fact, give Steve a big fuck you for me. This is the fucking thanks I get as he just keeps ranting with the bleeps and the bleeps and the blurs and the everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Brandon. They, they, yeah, they're edgy. <laughs> It's edgy. an edgy show. 1999, <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin was going up against your boss. Didn't you just want to see your boss like mm. just get punched in the face? Like That's what 1999 was, the redneck versus the, the, the man, the yeah. corporate. In 2021, we get the, the heel school- professor. professor. Like, what? <laughs> um, I, I do find him quite funny. I... As segments go, like, I do get a laugh out of all this. I don't know how great they are, but I chuckle every week yeah. when it's uh, the fuck you, Steve, and this Chase University thing. Uh, Drew Gulak tweeted out after this segment, who the hell is Andre Chase? Because, you know, he was doing the whole PowerPoint presentation. Right, right. like, <laughs> and they're boys. Doing wrong. I'm pretty sure they're boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this is pretty fun. <laughs> bring, bring, what's Gulak doing? He's 24-7 division. Oh. Trade with Jiro, come on. Nah. Danielson. Go rest. You fought Brian, mm. Daniel Bryan, to fight Brian Danielson. Yeah. Gulak. Uh, yeah, Chase University, it, it has his funny one-liners. Anytime someone swears is funny, mm. but like, it's going to wear thin real quick. Yeah. Um, and he's going to wrestle in the sweater? I hope not. He has already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. God's sake. yeah, exactly. What did he say? Like, I give a fuck. <laughs> Brandon. We go to Tony D'Angelo. We go from the professor to the uh, Italian, Italian may or may not be a mobster. I mean, his family works on the docks. I mean, never mind. He says, hey, uh, 
It doesn't matter who I beat last week in my debut. Uh, what was his name? Uh, and he just kind of like Malik. Yeah, Malik. he's like, oh, I don't remember his name. Oh, I don't remember. But uh, I tried to get on that Lash Legend show, lashing out, and uh, they were all mean mouths. We got uh, their 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 manager, Mark. He was saying some things. Well, forget about it. Forget about it, huh, Mark? Nice guy, that Mark. I do things on my own time, anyways. As he walks off, and he had like this this fancy car. Was it a Beamer or a Benz in the background? Bentley, maybe. In the background, as he walks off, and you just hear the trunk. Someone's in it. Help me! Help! Pounding in the trunk. So yes, Tony D'Angelo has kidnapped someone and put it's him not in Marcus. The, yeah, trunk music, baby. Yeah. He put Mark in the trunk. You hear us? You hear that? You Marks? You put in the trunk. Is he gonna do this every week? Just like kill everyone around Lash Legend? He didn't kill shot. anyone. He just put him nah, in the trunk. Yeah. It's it's not. It's still tongue in cheek because it's just playing off the stereotypical Italian mm. <laughs> stereotype here. Stereotypical Italian stereotype. Yes. That's what I just said. <laughs> but he didn't kill anyone. He just made these. Mark's gonna learn a lesson. Everyone's in a trunk on this show. Everyone's been locked yeah. in a trunk. We literally saw a kidnapping the start of the show. Yeah. <laughs> He just, he's not murdering anyone. No. He just Mark's got to learn his lessons. So he's going to hang out in the trunk for yeah. an hour or two. Until he lets him on lash legend, lashing out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought this was funny. Uh, Tony D'Angelo is saving the world of wrestling in WWE. WWE champion Tony it, It's the same as Chase University to me. Yeah. I'm like, it's, I don't know why it's there, yeah. but I'm laughing. So he's starting a feud with Lash Legend. A, a feud or a romance? Uh, yeah, it's going to be this romance. It's going to mm-hmm. be a Bronx Tale. It's going to be this next thing that I can't wait to see. But he's got to he's got to wrestle some more. Yeah. So next week he's going to be wrestling. They try and impress her. Oh yeah, is she going to interfere? Maybe come out on the ramp. Like, yeah, I, I'm down for more romance. I think we're getting a lot on this show. Yeah, just in general, because I just went from university professor. To Italian mobster who puts people in his trunk. <laughs> you know what this show's missing? A poker player. Duke's poker room. <laughs> the poker player's back. You know what would be great? If he had a Titantron that was cards and casinos and money, dollar signs oh, and wait, all that. Oh, wait, he does. You know what else would be great? If he had music that was like Vegas music and like poker cards. Wouldn't it? That would be great. Oh, wait, he does. You know what would be even better? The cherry on top. I guess you could say the chip on top would be. Standing on the turnbuckle, twiddling a poker chip in his hand. We get it. You like poker. <laughs> wow. Oh, I howled. This guy's just walking around with a poker it's chip. First, you got Duke's poker room. Fuck. And then he's just stood there, like, twiddling at this poker chip. Like he's Le Chief in Casino Royale. Ooh, and he's like, <laughs> It's a poker chip. Like, dude, you're about to wrestle a match. Right? Just don't. If we get the poker player versus Australian Justin Bieber looking guy. I don't Grayson Waller. We now get an insert promo from Grayson Waller (sighs) being like, I'm a golden glove boxer. That's that's why why I dress dress like a boxer. (laughs) Duke Hudson's insert is like, I won a poker game last week and therefore that's my entire personality. We need a craft beer drinker soon, don't we? Yeah, uh, give that to Joe Gacy's character. Yeah. He likes craft beer as well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Champa, fighting you would be good, but this IPA is better. (laughs) The hops. Grayson Waller, the Australian Paul. Jake Paul? Yeah. Jake Paul. 
going up against Duke Hudson, the poker player. Uh, Duke can wrestle. He just looks like a no- pretty normal guy when he's just in his gear. Mm. He hits a belly-to-belly. That's a popular move tonight um, on Waller here. Waller comes back with a series of like counters and stuff. He hits this roll-in from the outside into a pop-up stunner for a near fall. There's then a series of roll-ups again for near falls. There's then these kicks. Grayson goes for a springboard, but Duke kicks the rope, which I, I mentioned not enough wrestlers do this. You mm. see the wrestler do these moves all the time. Wouldn't you know that he just kicked the rope? They'd fall. So he does that. Grayson falls while he's springboarding. Uh, and uh, Duke pins him just like that. Like after the, he grabs the tights. Yeah, well. yeah. He holds the tights down as he's pinning him. And then after the ref counts three, um, Duke Hudson says, better luck next time. <laughs> we called it. Yeah, he needs. I don't think it's the best luck pun he could have done. But Yeah. Like, you could have went, uh, I'm like, yeah, what other royal flush? <laughs> like, again, like, really, you just say the same. Yeah. Anyways. Um, both these characters suck. Yeah. Like, I'm, I find Grayson Waller, like, I find, I find both guys quite entertaining when they're wrestling. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I find Grayson Waller incredibly annoying. And yeah. Duke Hudson, it's just such a two dimensional character. Like poker. I don't, I don't get it. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think it's laughable that there's a poker player. It's character, just it's 2021. Yeah, as we said the other week, like on every documentary, they're like these occup. Uh, WWE was dying because everyone had an occupation, so now you get just giving everyone a hobby. Yeah, what happened to wrestling? It's. It's not for me, um, but I I do think both these guys. Well, I think Duke Hudson has a lot of potential, like with the promos yeah. and the character wise. But this is not the character for him. Yeah, it's like he's genuinely a good wrestler. I think, but mm. there's this, he's being. I liked him when he was just being a dick to Kyle the other week. Right. You know, like before he found his love for poker. You mean Duke? Duke. Yeah. 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 So maybe he. he that's how it, the origin story. I want that. I need the or- I need to know why, <laughs> why you're going all so in on a poker character because yeah. like something doesn't add up. Yeah, like every like like the Joker, he's got his origin story. We've seen the whole movie, won an Oscar and stuff. We need a reason why this guy becomes the poker star. Mm. The <laughs> we 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 called the show last week. We called our episode of Up Next last week. Woker stars. If he and Gacy teamed up, that well, would be the yeah, Woker yeah. stars. <laughs> we go to. LDF backstage. Santos says, my family is here, but tonight's going to be a one-on-one match. Santos and Swerve, one-on-one, no interference. Mano a mano tonight. We get Indy and Dexter. They kiss as Indy leaves with Persia for her match up next. There was, there was a goobery kiss on the cheek. Mm. It was like... Sloppy. There was like, yeah, sloppy steaks. We get a video from Imperium. They say they are ashamed of the NXT tag team division. Everyone in this era and in this generation are focused on their phones and not working hard. MSK is embarrassing. No elegance. So don't worry because we will soon take the throne. The mat is sacred. I love whenever they do these. Um, we've seen it with EO, just them speaking in their own language. This is all in German here with subtitles. Uh, just they sound so much better. They sound so much more intimidating, especially the German language can be quite harsh. 
So it sounds very intimidating from these two. And just the way it's simply shot, uh, them speaking pretty much directly to the camera, uh, some good lines. I think, I don't know why we don't do more subtitles with your kind of foreign speaking talents in wrestling in general. Yeah. Because this is so much better than hearing them trying to cut an English promo. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and I think these guys should take the titles from MSK. They should be doing something with the title. MSK, I feel like nothing's really clicking. I right can now. see Creed brothers being the ones to take it from MSK. Yeah, sure. I think MSK could be a good, like, just be murdered by them. Yeah, yeah, true. But should be a good match when we get to this. Yeah. Is well, this Halloween Havoc as well? Imperium versus MSK? Yeah. It should be, if not. We see Indy Hartwell and Persia. Going up against Amari Miller and Saray. Yeah. That's right. Uh, this was a quick match. And I mean, blink and yeah. you miss it match. Uh, Persia eventually hits this fireman sit-out face buster on Miller. And Indy hits the pretty savage, the springboard elbow drop, and it's over. Yeah, uh, this was very underwhelming um, for me. And quite disappointing with Saray. Because we've seen her um, be pretty dominant since coming to NXT. That dropkick. And she was just in a in a nothing team here and got beaten very quickly by Persia and Indy. Uh, yeah, this didn't do anything for me. Yeah, this was weird. I thought, because in the beginning, Indy was telling Persia to hold her wedding ring. She's like, no, you got married, you hold it. So she kept it on. I thought for sure it's going to start Indy turning heel where she oh, uses like the ring MJF as a weapon. Oh, like the ring? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd well, like that. We'll see. Uh, this yeah, this was really, really nothing. Indian Persia then grab the titles, uh, sorry, the microphones, and call out the champs. They say they want the tag team titles, so out come the champs: Eos Shirai and Zoe Stark. And they say Eo, of course, says, "I don't like you, I don't like you." And I already know what you're gonna say, says Zoe. No, you don't speak for me, says Eo. Well, suddenly you like me? No. Toxic Attraction come out, and they say they want a shot at the titles, like they said earlier. So now it's just a all-out brawl. All six of them are fighting. There's a German on Gigi that looked great from EO. They're all fighting everywhere, which leads to the announcement afterwards. Next, sorry, in two weeks, Halloween Havoc. Triple threat tag team title match for the women's titles. EO and Zoe, Indy and Persia, and Gigi and JC. Do you see a title change? Please. <laughs> yeah, I want to see you. These, these titles mean nothing. This these, this feud means nothing. I agree. This was awful. This was... Uh, EO's stock is just dropping and dropping yeah. for me. The longer she's in this team, she sounds awful. Uh, this whole I don't like you thing is not working. Um, she then... I, I brought up... We, we had the same story on Raw last night with like twice with Drew and Big E and the women. And right here, EO said, no, don't speak for me, which was exactly what Drew said to Big E last night. It's just so, you can tell it's just the same people writing all these shows, all these segments. They're so tired. Um, I think the match could be good. You do have some talented people in there, uh, but I just want to see EO drop this so she can hopefully move on to something a bit more interesting and be the, the badass we loved. A year ago. Where, where is she going to do that? On Raw? On SmackDown? Have another singles run in NXT before then. Uh, like, yeah, there's still cool stuff she could do, like a rematch with Raquel or 
whoever, but just this tag team is not working. Yeah. Um, and yeah, sure. Like put her on Raw and SmackDown eventually, I guess. Like the time runs out at some point in NXT. Io Shirai. Leave the company or yeah. die. All elite. Up in the main roster. Io should be all elite. Yeah. I don't know what a contract is. But. Yeah. Ah, man, I just, like, really couldn't care less about this whole yeah. angle. Like, they, the match was nothing. The mat, Every match on this show is nothing, it feels like, anyways. Um, not just this show. I mean, lately, since the 2.1, nothing matters mm. as much as they keep telling me things do. Um, so that match is at the, the Halloween Havoc in two weeks. It was this. I, I actually was quite enjoying this show this week. Uh, like, up until the end of the... Kyler Riley Von Wagner tag yeah. match. I, I really liked it up until then. And then it just took a dive with all these like silly vignettes and and yeah, this tag was so disappointing and the post match. It it really kind of pulled me out of it around this point. This was around the, the top of the hour, I think. Yeah, look, Io Shirai is my favorite, and it's it's definitely like what a wasted talent right now where it's doing this. Yeah, okay, she's a champion, but no, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. Like it's she's so so above this. I would love to see her in back in prominent role, whether it's on this show or the main roster and jokingly aside, AEW and stuff, just because of what she can do. We've talked about on our show, all the stuff she's done prior to WWE has just been killer, which got her here and then had this amazing run in NXT that uh, it seems like is a long time ago. Mm. It's light years away. Um, someone in the chat's bringing up that we, we forgot to go over some of the, the oh. commercials for Halloween Havoc. Yeah, we had a, a vignette of uh, like a graveyard or something, mm. like, uh, like the forest or something with digging. Yeah. And a voiceover. It's Triple H. Yeah. With the old NXT. Yeah. The shovel. Uh, there was a voice saying about uh, bury the past so we can be born again. Yeah. Put the date for Halloween Havoc. Um, it looked as if it was a uh, like a woman, the, the figure. Oh, okay. That's what I got from it. Because um, I've seen people saying Elias. <laughs> what? Elias died on the main roster. He did? Yeah. How, how when? He like he like killed his old self. What the fuck? Yeah, he like said like I'm done with Elias. He, he I think he destroyed the guitar and buried the guitar or something like that. Okay. There was a gravestone which said Elias uh 2016 or whatever to 2021. He was only like 5 years old? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be Elias coming to NXT. What? No. Be the host of Halloween Havoc. Come on. No. Not to be the host. I don't think... I think this is just a return we're getting. Part of me goes, oh, it could be Dakota, because we haven't seen her in a while after losing. We kinda... It was a male voice. Was it a the male voice? The voiceover was a male. Oh, okay. I don't know. It could be Ember Moon in a new attitude. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah, could be. She took all her furry gear and Snow buried it. man's voice. Is that... It could be... Uh, you think it's Elias, though? Weird. Yeah. Right. Could be. He's going to change his gimmick again? Maybe he's back to Elias Sampson. The Drifter. The Drifter, yeah. Yeah, that was the best. No. Or El Vagabonde. He's good, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. He NXT legend, Elias. <laughs> <laughs> we go to... Fuck, I don't even know where we're at now. Uh, we go to Grayson Waller back, walking backstage. He sees Cora Jade. He shoots his shot. He's like, hey, what's going on? All right, never mind. And he walks up and he's already got a date lined up for him just hanging around. And he says, yeah, I'm just going to take a shower and I'll get ready and we'll go out. 
And uh, Grimes, Cameron Grimes inter- interacts with them here and says, hey, Grayson, what's going on? Well, love is in the air. Grimes says, oh, like, how do you do it, Grayson? How do you how do you find love? How do you get all these women and, and dates? Like, how do you do it? Grayson Waller says, well, I got an accent. <laughs> what do you how do you respond to that? He's outing you, you people, you game sharks you use what you got, in society you? who you, come across. <laughs> what is it? You highlight your strengths and hide your weaknesses. Yeah, I mean, for longtime listeners, you, people know I call you the game shark because you have an accent. Mm. And if you use your accent in Toronto, well, you, it's used to your advantage. I feel like if you got an Aussie accent, it works just the same. Game shark is a little rusty right now. The game shark, you, you need to blow, blow on it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what you're trying. Yeah, mind. that's what I'm lacking. <laughs> There's a joke there somewhere. Yep. Well, Grayson, got it. <laughs> Grayson and Grimes, he says, look, you got to get on these dating apps. So he then pulls out his phone and he starts showing Cameron Grimes like a dating app. And he's like, you like redheads? Look at her. And Grimes is like, whoa. So he starts swiping and swiping. He says, Cameron, let me tell you something. It's not about wins and losses. It's about swipes and likes. And just summed up WWE in a nutshell there. Yep. Nothing matters. It's just it's just the likes. Yeah. All that matters is the money and the likes. Yeah. And the swipes. Yeah. And the swipes. I think it's all about the swipes and the snipes. But uh, we're going to get a, now a dating camera. Yeah, he was, story. he was suggesting Grimes like like shape like waxes his body hair and shaves his beard a bit and trims up and looks all fresh. And we're going to have... Uh, I mean, Grimes is going to be great in these segments, these kind of dating segments. Yeah. Um, I do just like him as a wrestler as well. Uh, but these could be quite fun. But just that line, it's not about wins and losses. It's about likes and swipes. It's like, geez. Yeah. Yeah. We it's know. It's literally that, that is the attitude yeah. of this company. Nothing matters. Wins and losses don't matter. We're going to get Grayson being like that, like Will Smith in the movie Hitch, like dating expert. Yeah. He's going to help you get. You know, he's going to 40 year old version wax him. You should have it, though, that Grimes actually, as soon as he starts putting himself out there, is getting the attention of all the women. And Grayson Wallace well, is like, what the fuck? Man? Well, well, Grimes is is he's his character is he's he's rich. Yeah, true. <laughs> I don't know how hard it is. But I think it. you should start have jealousy with Waller because Grimes is just right. like sweeping up. Waller will be like, OK, look, you got to put in your bio. What do you want to put in the bio? And and. Grimes will be like, uh, stonks, uh, Bitcoin, and to the moon. And he'll be like, that's dumb. Don't put that. He's like, no, I want to put it. And then it works for him. And then like. It's like, are you vaccinated? (laughs) Put that. Would you put that? Yeah. If you were Cameron Grimes. I've got it on mine, yeah. If you were Cameron Grimes, what would you put in your Twitter? Well, your height, apparently. (laughs) Although he's he's only like six. His is online. Yeah, Cameron Grimes, height to the moon. Uh, yeah, to the moon. Um, Former million dollar champion, dollar sign GME. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah, former million dollar champion, <laughs> runner up of the breakout first tournament. breakout tournament. Um, fought a zombie ref. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. I'm interested to see where the dating thing goes, but I am willing to admit that it's really silly. It's it's where like this show is really trying very, very hard to be... Hello, fellow kids! Yeah. Um, The amount of, like, their, like, PG 
sex yeah in 2021 like just toxic attraction coming out and the camera slowly going up mandy's legs and then you've got you've got trey baxter cora jade you've got uh zion quinn the chauvinist you've got cameron grimes trying to fuck you've got (laughs) grayson waller already fucking you've got all these all these characters now lash Lash, uh, Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo fucks. Like, trying to fuck. <laughs> Lash Legend put him on. It's like everyone, it's just, it's like, hey, look at all these relationships. Yeah. That's what life's about these days. Dexter and Indy as well. It's just, it's a lot. The Bachelor and all that, so it's popular. That's, that's what's hot. And one love story or whatever, cool. But yeah. it, it's like they're, they're really trying to, trying to hit on that right now. It's popular. Your Riverdale's. You're all that stuff, mm. whatever shows. I'm trying to think of other romance shows. Not usually my bag, so I can't. But like, I, I like a good rom. Have better writers. Yeah, I like That's a good rom com though. I'm a rom rom communist. What, is, <laughs> what was? It? I like a good rom com. Yeah. A good rom com. Yeah. This ain't a good rom com. Yeah. What's a good rom com? I like Love Actually. That's a great. Love film. Actually. When Harry Met Sally is probably the goat. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the one with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan? Uh, Tom Hanks. And Ma- oh, you got mail? No, the other, the, one? The other one, the good one. Sleepless in yeah, Seattle. Yeah, that one's good. Um, 500 Days of Summer, does that count? Yeah. Uh, what's one. the one? Stupid Crazy Love. That was a good one. Stupid Crazy Love. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I did like that mm. one. Yeah. We, we don't review enough rom-coms. Let's do Love Actually for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I walked into that one. <laughs> See uh, Liam Neeson. A lot of Liam Neeson in that film before he started killing people and pissing himself. <laughs> Look up uh, Liam Neeson wet pants. Like just, just do it. It's uh, it's eye opening for sure. Now you wonder why you wonder you wonder why your Instagram ads are all weird when you're googling shit like that. <laughs> Liam Neeson top search piss pants. <laughs> Reddit, why does Liam Neeson piss his pants so much? It's troubling. Do you what? not know this? No, I think you told you showed me this before. What? Look. <laughs> why is his pants always I wet? Don't know. He's got a particular set of skills. <laughs> I guess. First Damn. comment, it's not pee, he's just dripping from all his swag. Yeah, I guess so. Damn, I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. It's what NXT 2.0 does to me. <laughs> Tangents. If pissing your pants pissing is cool, pants. consider me Miles Davis. We go to, where were we? I don't even know. Dating apps on this show, sure. Uh, we get uh, a video, a vignette here for another upcoming wrestler. And he talks about living on the streets, fighting alone 15 years. My family, I left. And now he's he's here. He's a champion. And it's Solo Sikoa. Yeah. Yeah. He, it's like kind of, is this maybe Samoan or, or along the line? There's, there's a lot of tribal, like the tattoos and stuff. Um, uh, I'm going to look at, try to find looked, an image. Of yeah, he looked pretty ripped. Mm. So uh, coming soon here to NXT. He's from the streets. He's from the streets? Yeah, that's his gimmick. Damn. So coming soon. Well, he's got a towel on his head. Oh, so he's like hook. He's like Taz, yeah. He's like Taz. We go to our main event, North American title on the line. Swerve versus Santos. Finally, one-on-one for the title. Right away, Swerve runs at Santos onto the outside and hits this crazy-looking moonsault dive to the outside, which looked awesome. 
back in the ring. He hit Santos with one of his moves, a tilt-a-whirl, like luchador-style backbreaker for a near fall. There's then a headbutt tope from Escobar sending Swerve flying into the commentary desk as they go to break. When we come back, Escobar is beating him down here, um, does his Eddie taunt, and then goes up top and hits the frog splash for a two count here. Swerve comes back. They're fighting on the apron, and he hits a DVD crushing Santos off the apron, which looked awesome. Sets him up and goes up and hits the 450 splash, but just in the last second, Santos got his knees up and rolls up Swerve for a 2.9 here. This is when he's a little frustrated. Legado del Fantasma show up. Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza show up on the, the, the like apron here getting involved. This is where Trick and Mello interfere and start beating up those two, which causes a whole commotion. Santos is like not looking, turns around and gets hit with the JML driver, which looked awesome. And Swerve pins Santos to retain the title. Yeah, not not a bad match. I don't think it quite reached maybe the level of some of their others. And especially with all this build, it felt a little anticlimactic. But both these guys are great. I, I really enjoy Swerve and and Escobar. Uh, I think Escobar's got one of the best tope, like suiciders. Yeah, the headbutt. He It looks so good whenever he does it. And a lot of Eddie tributes in this. Obviously, it was his birthday uh, just gone. So, um, no, I, I enjoyed this, um, but didn't quite hit the level I thought it would. Yeah, I think that's just been NXT. Mm. We've said that we're literally broken records. Every match that we've hyped up since this 2.0 era, we've said this Kushida about. Roddy, right? Yeah, mm. everything. everything. So, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that if these two had 30 minutes on a pay-per-view, they would kill it and we'd be talking about a classic. But yeah. unfortunately, it just how it goes. Because I think both these guys are awesome. Mm. Um, but it kind of wasn't the match we, we wanted. Um, we no, could. and I, I feel... For Escobar, him losing this, where does he go next? We were talking just weeks ago of like Hit Row, LDF in a War Games or something like that. Like it feels there's still juice in this feud and you can have the tag matches and the six man and the the mixed tags and all that. Hit Row going off to SmackDown, it's kind of left them like without their feud anymore. And now, uh, sorry, now Escobar not even winning the title, it's not setting up his challenges. He's He's going to kind of fall to the background a bit. So I don't know what's next for LDF, which is a shame because I, I do really enjoy the act. One of the hottest acts they've made in the past little while and instantly they're they're just burning it down. Maybe they've got something ready for them, but it, it just seemed like we sweep you away now. Yeah, and you'll see what he means by that. After the match, Carmelo Hayes and Trick are celebrating... With Swerve, and he looks a little confused at first, but he's like, "All right, hey, thanks for for helping me out there." And they're celebrating as Hayes turns around, clothesline Swerve, laying him out here, and grabs his breakout tournament contract, signs his name on the dotted line, gives it to the referee, and tells him, "I want my North American title match right now." Yes, he's cashing it in. So the ref tells the announcer, who says, yeah, that's what's happening. Ring the bell. Swerve gets up, but he's a little disoriented. Ends up getting hit with Mello's flying springboard clothesline, spinning him inside. Yeah, that springboard. It flips him inside out here. But Swerve kicks out, just like John Cena when uh, Edge speared him for that first 
Like, there's always John a few. Cena? It was when Edge speared. Yeah. Yeah. After speared the chamber. Him. Yeah. Yeah. So Hayes is a little shook. They're going at it. Swerve counters one of his moves, but ends up eating this huge pump kick from Carmelo. And then Melo goes up top and says, Melo, don't miss. As he hits his flying scissor kick to the back of the head. It's like John Cena's guillotine leg drop across the back, but it looks But he like very scissors good. it when he yeah. does it. Yeah. Laying Swerve out and Carmelo Hayes pins Swerve Scott to become the new NXT North American champion, Carmelo Hayes. Melo don't miss. Yeah, I think, I mean, as soon as they were out, we were kind of looking into each other going, oh, are they going to do a cash-in? We've not seen this in NXT before. I bet Miles Jordan's kicking himself. He's like, what, we could have done that? I could have just cashed in after War Games with Adam Cole instead I challenged him to a match. The next night, yeah. Yeah. Um, But uh, I quite like, I I thought this was, if you're not going to go with Escobar, um, it's... It now gives the kind of money in the bank gimmick to NXT as well, which is always kind of a hot gimmick. Um, and Carmelo's impressed so far, so why not? Let's put the rocket maybe a little bit on this guy. Yeah, the Car- Carmelo Hayes did show out or break out in that tournament because he definitely impressed and stuff. He's kind of been chilling since he won. He made friends with this guy that I think has annoyed everyone. Mm. And we're not quite sure because they were teasing he was in a tag team. But now he's he's done this. I think I even said it last week that he was going to do I think so. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes sense. My only thing is you really did Santos dirty. I think so, yeah. You really, you really did him dirty. He deserved that title. Uh, he deserved a little bit of a run here. It makes me go, where do they go? Because they should go to the main roster. Santos, Wild, and uh, yeah. Raul should go. Yeah. But uh, like, what happens with them? Because they're they're just, great. Every every roster is so bloated. That's the problem. It's trying to find time for these guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think you had to have Melo win at some point this, with this contract because obviously Jordan didn't uh, like ACH didn't uh, capitalize on it the first time round. So I think it's good. I think it adds more to his heel character that he did the the sneaky cash in. Cash in. Um, and yeah, goes in a different direction. Obviously, maybe we get Santos. So do we get Santos? Hayes. Hayes. Yeah, maybe, maybe a storyline there. Um, yeah, with and- Santos now as a babyface, would you turn LDF? Like, do the full? Yeah, turn? they're kind of babyface-ish, mm. right? They're kind of are in I a mean, weird they're, way. They're kidnapping people and beating them up in parking lots. Yeah, but so um, does Tony D'Angelo, and we love him. Yeah, so it's fine. Uh, Swerve never defended that title until tonight. Really? So he That's only, true. He had one defense, and he won, but <laughs> yeah. then he lost. Nah. So, great re- run, though. Good run. Sure. <laughs> it's a Johnny Gargano run there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was the main event, and Hayes cashes in. So, that's something new here. I think that is an interesting take on the story. I, I think I saw that coming. I'm like, okay, that would probably make sense. But you did do Santos dirty. I want to see where he lands, and hopefully it's somewhere good. Because they got a whole unit here with mm. Electra with them as well and stuff. Like, the feud got to continue. I say what about diamond mine. Make it like even, down the line. Yeah, true. But but fuck, be like be like adventurous here. When when Swerve and Hit Row are like doing their thing on the main roster, the first big program should be a LDF. Fuck them over. Yeah, LDF come in and, and go. No, we just signed contracts to SmackDown. Fuck you guys. Yeah, we're here too. Boom, and it set, makes them hot again. They can still do a war games. Yeah. WWE War Games or some shit like that. Here I am booking things that they won't <laughs> listen to. Uh, so that was NXT. I, 
I thought this was the best of 2.0 so far. Um, still a mixed bag, but I think the the new people they focused on this week actually Im- impressed me. I think Joe Gacy, the character, is is really working. Um, I think, um, sorry, Ivy Nile really impressed me this week. Julius Creed, probably more than anyone this week, impressed me. He was he was great, sounded great on the mic. Um, Ridge Holland and Von Wagner, I liked. Um, so I, I think actually. When it comes to the wrestling, this like there's still a lot of talent here. It's just I, I'm not enjoying the character work they're doing with a lot of these and maybe the attention being more character-driven than wrestling-driven. Because this is always... We've had characters in NXT, but this has always been the wrestling show and we, we leave that silly nonsense to the other shows. Um, but I do think... like It wasn't like I was fearing where I'm watching a load of green guys when it comes to wrestling. We still have some of the, like Zion Quinns and stuff who are newer, but a lot of the the newer guys do look good in the ring, I think. Yeah, I think I said it last week, this show should not be two hours. No. (laughs) This is not a show that goes two hours. It cannot maintain my focus as a wrestling fan for two hours. This this podcast, we usually go two hours because we ramble and stuff, but we... We talk about different segments. There's so many things happening. This week with the entrances going on when the other segments haven't even ended yet, it felt so chaotic again. Uh, and I totally agree. They're focusing on characters like poker players and the mobster and the dating apps. Like, yeah, wrestling always did try to make things that were attached to, like, pop culture that was going on. But this is so, like, they're not hitting the mark. Like, actually hire writers if this is, like, hire proper people. Are you hire If you're trying to aim for... 20 year olds then why aren't you hiring 20 year olds if you if you want to do love stories yeah get someone who's writing for cw that sort of thing you know like writing teen dramas and stuff instead you're probably getting 60 year old men 60 year old men talking about 60 year old white men writing this stuff you know they're like like usually on like silver dating or silver mingle or whatever (laughs) i i just i could not i couldn't i can't Every time I watch this NXT 2.0, when it ends, I'm like so happy. Mm. So like that's got to say something because I genuinely, I'm not saying I don't enjoy the show, but shouldn't be two hours. It it takes too long of just letting people, the wrestling is still there because the Creed bros are these new characters who are doing awesome wrestling. There's some people in, in this show that are doing awesome wrestling, but for some reason they're focusing on the other stuff. And I get it because that's what WWE is and you want to make this a developmental. So when Vince, you know, the story is Vince said, well, this isn't working for developmental. It, he the, was right. The thing is that the format of the show wasn't dissimilar before, but the thing is we'd be having these segments with the way, right? Yeah. And we'd be going, I don't know, this is a bit weird, but they're playing it really well. But as you said, a lot of it feels like promo class yeah so you have in like some good stuff in but then the quality of the show just dramatically dips uh which does drag it out a lot longer whereas i'd rather you want to you want to give these people a platform start doing these things on youtube doing an om.com maybe don't put it yeah. on tv yeah yeah it, it even had the match that i was like looking forward to for months and they still managed to make me go yeah okay that was okay mm-hmm. and that's not knocking the talent and literally not swerving and Escobar are amazing, but it made me go, okay, yeah, cool. They gave them seven minutes. Great. That was awesome. 
Yeah. So like, what am I to do as a fan who they're still not letting go of the old era? That's the problem too. You can't tell me it's a whole new thing when you're still. Why is grizzled young vets interacting with Champa? They're there's still these old characters. When you're telling me that I should be focused on the poker players and and it it feels still so backwards. It feels so all over the place. I do not blame any other wrestling fan who go. You maybe I don't want to watch this show every week because I don't think I I, I don't think a lot of people would continue going forward with this format. Mm. You cut it down. And make it more of an interactive thing with the YouTube. Because they already do that. They were doing that for years. Oh, we filmed this. It's, it's We're going to air this on Twitter or YouTube or whatever. But to do it for this long where it's like, ah, oh, there's only so much you can, you can take from it. But I can't wait till we get the actual poker night with the poker player, with the professor and the mobster and... What are all the other gimmicks we got right now? Like, what are the well, you'd, you'd have to have Tony D'Angelo in the, in the poker game. Yeah, for sure. Tony, the poker player... The, the professor who's gambling away all his students. Yeah. Um, you'd have Grimes. To the moon. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the stocks guy. Yeah. That's the, the MMA people. Diamond mine. They like diamonds. So you could have like Ivy like. The APA. Moving diamonds. <laughs> oh, yeah. We mentioned APA going to show up. Yeah. yeah. For sure. They should show up at Halloween Havoc. Sure. With. With the backstage. Poker. Do a backstage poker yeah, thing. Halloween thing. I'm surprised they're doing a Halloween Havoc. I'm surprised if they will get a takeover. Like, but mm. at least they're going towards something which does feel like a built up. Show. And the card doesn't look bad. Like, I think it will be quite, um, if they're stacking this with matches, it will be quite refreshing to watch an NXT maybe with less of the backstage stuff and going more match to match to match. Because uh, the card looks pretty good so far, I think. Well, it's Braun versus Champa. Braun versus Champa, that does intrigue me. Yeah. Um, have you got the card there? Yeah, there was, so far it's only three matches, and I can't say it has my interest. So okay, far. Mandy versus Raquel, and then the three-way tag. Yeah, it oh, really does. Not. I thought Imperium MSK was on there. No, they no. should add that, though. Yeah, add that, and I'd... I'd... Carmelo Santos. Yeah. As his first yeah. defense, yeah. Uh, so that was NXT. That's what we thought. Uh, we do put up some feedback where you can write comments or questions. Join the Facebook group, uh, Up Next Group, or the Post Wrestling Forum. I see Corey has written in here. Corey Helfrick writes in, Man, is there a talent in NXT 2.0 whose stock has fallen harder than Soray's? She went from being built up as a mainstay in the division to a complete jobber in the span of like three weeks. It's a damn shame. She deserves way better than what she's getting right now. Also, absolutely hate the idea that the breakout contract operates under money in the bank. It's incredibly dumb. Yeah. I can see the hate I mean, it, it's... That wasn't established last time, was yeah. it? It wasn't any time. Um, I'd, I'd be a bit mad if I was swerved. It would, yeah, it would make sense if the heel, if there was like a heel manager, mm. uh, sorry, heel GM. Yeah. Like if William Regal was out there and he was a bad guy and he'd be like, yeah, all right. But no one approved it. No. Really, the ref should be the one at I fault. guess he just wrote the date and signed it. He did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we go to Greg Clark, who says, first time, long time. Hey, first time, first long time. time, long time. Off work tomorrow, so got to stay up late to watch here in Scotland. Ah, hello. I'm getting heavy nails vibes from Harland. Not, that's not a good thing. I'm on board with the Joe Gacy character, though. Cameron Grimes does online dating. I'm on board. Poor Kushida. Seeing morsels of things I like on NXT 2.0, but this isn't going to be an overnight return to glory for the brand. Love the shows, guys. Keep up the good work. Well, hey, thank, thank you, you Greg. Greg. From Scotland? Scotland. So you know Greg's excited for November when we do our... It's uh, what Loch Ness review. Yeah. It's an Andrews day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Greg's excited. We are looking for your feedback for that feedback show, for that. Greg. 
Shout he started doing promos for, for Loch Ness. The Loch most Ness. hyped That's review the, ever. I watched a rom-com this week with Ted Danson. Oh. That's what I watched. It was great. We go to Dylan. NXT 2.0, the kidnapping episode, was actually fun. Maybe I was the only one that wanted Gacy in the title match at Halloween Havoc, but oh well. Zion Quinn manages to make a running forearm look like a good finisher. Dude has potential. Similarly, Ivy Nile made a torture rack look good. Rip Jiro. It was really dumb to challenge Diamond Mine like that. Julius Creed was playing with his food that whole match, and it looked great. Tag match was fun, but I'd rather see Kyler Riley get a singles run. D'Angelo and Kayfabe just kidnapped and possibly murdered a dude, and honestly, I love it. Let wrestling be silly and over the top. This gimmick works because it's stupid. On the flip side, Hudson's gimmick makes no sense. Does two (laughs) unrelated things. Why bring one to the other? Poker player isn't an identity. It's an activity. It'd be like me showing up to the vet clinic I work at in my jujitsu gi. <laughs> Indian Persia are... Fu- you mean like Britt Baker being a fucking dentist? <laughs> he continues. Indian Persia are fine but as... does she turn up to the dentistry in her wrestling gear? No, she has a match. It's true. <laughs> Never forget. Is it called a dentistry? A d- dentistry match? Dentist office. Dentistry. Den- dental office. Dental office. Yeah. Okay. Dentist. Dentist. He continues, Indy and Persia are fine as a team, but upset they had Saray in that spot. Should have used anyone else but her. Main event slapped as anticipated and Swerve swerved me. Follow that up with an extra swerve at Swerve's expense, and we have Carmelo Hayes hiding gold, which I'm very happy about. Holding gold. And just wish they'd established the contract could be used like that. Yeah. Mm. I think people would want that. And finally, we go to Sean, who says this was without a doubt the best episode of NXT 2.0 so far. All the vets were great as always, but I really felt like a lot of the newer faces really stepped it up this week. The night got off to a strong start with Champa and Gacy. It made sense for Gacy not to worm his way into a title opportunity, and I like the tease of his alliance with Haaland. Toxic Attraction delivered a much stronger, more confident promo this week that did a good job of setting up the women's title matches at Halloween Havoc. Diamond Mine also had a nice showcase with a story debut for Ivy Nile and another nice showing from the Creeds. Malcolm Bivens staying front and center on the mic is also welcome. Von Wagner may not be able to cut a promo to save his life, but I thought he had a great showing in the ring tonight with, uh, with Ridge. Persia Parada also looked good in her in-ring debut, and I'm looking forward to the potential women's tag title triple threat at Halloween Havoc. There was also some great entertainment to be had between Chase University and Cameron Grimes discovering online dating. But of course, the main event was the best part for the night. The match itself between Swerve and Santos more than delivered, and the night ended with an excellent double swerve with Santos losing and Melo cashing in. More of all of this, please. So people seem more positive on this week's show. Yeah, compared to maybe the last few of Up Next 2.0. Uh, well, thanks, guys, for writing in and for writing feedback. And thank you guys for listening, wherever you may be. We appreciate you. Uh, if you like listening to us talk about wrestling, well, we also do BD Elite, which we will be doing a new one again this Sunday. Uh, we might be going live, so make sure you follow the socials for all that stuff because we'll uh, talk about Danielson and Suzuki and Rampage and Dynamite and all that other stuff on that show. And that's on this very free feed as well. But if you are on this very free feed, you might want to check out a shot in the dark with John Ceno talking all about the other wrestling you don't watch in 15 minutes or less. He'll let you know everything, what's going on with dark elevation, all that. But Ceno and B Detroit just did their heels 
Finale. Season finale, yeah. Show finale, possibly. Hasn't been renewed oh, yet. Oh, no. Hopefully it does. I have not caught up on it yet, but uh, all good stuff. If you are watching the show Heels, well, listen to Turning Heels on this very feed. The last one, Sino and B, running it all down. Rick Rabies, all that stuff. Ace the Spade, whatever their names are. <laughs> good stuff. Just good stuff. And that wonderful theme song. And the, and the theme song, yeah. See, even in even in that show, the guy, one of the guys, is like a lawn care expert, a gardener, right? Like, there's gimmicks in wrestling, yeah. brother. Everywhere you go, yeah, yeah. Uh, so all the free shows on this very feed. But you want to listen to more of Braden and Davey? Well, you can Patreon.com/slash up next. We got our casket match, best match ever ma- uh, show coming out this weekend. But we also got The Exorcist, and then you're gonna be doing what? A watch along or some sort of show? Yeah, for- keep an eye on the socials. But I believe this Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern time, I'm gonna be doing a watch along of Escape the Undertaker. Wow! On this Twitch feed, uh, it's an interactive. It's like uh, Bandersnatch, the Netflix show. So yeah. it's like a choose your own adventure kind of thing. Except you so, run away from guns and knives. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, yeah, I thought it could be fun doing it on Twitch, and you can help me decide what happens next and you well, can watch along with me are, are you even going to do a watch along for crown jewel i am doing a watch along so for crown there jewel. you go ladies and gentlemen oh, yeah uh so all that stuff again at up next podcast twitter instagram go give us the like there and uh check out all the stuff we do uh so thanks guys that's it that's all i myself brayden harrington you can find me twitter and instagram i am at the bray d and you can find me at davy portman take care goodbye be safe and forget about it. Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.